0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode number 32. The title is Tropics Taking Off. (laughs) I'm your host, Randy Luna. And I am Corey Taylor. Yes, and uh, a very appropriate title to what's going on. (laughs) But uh, It's about time. uh, Yeah, I know. We're going to really get into that in a little bit. But to start off with, happy Labor Day uh yeah
1: it was a nice uh, laid back labor day i hit the pool hit the grill
0: oh and, man uh
1: we we just kind of did our own thing we didn't even go anywhere but when you have a pool you don't have to go to go swimming uh-uh. man, i'm sure the lakes were full so <laughs> oh I'm yeah not, and I'm, traffic was nuts i'm out not there a too. big crowd person
0: i'm not either so uh,
1: the kids can invite people over and i can just pretty much stay on my grill we Grilled a couple tri-tips yesterday. It's my favorite thing. It's oh, yeah. It's one one of the meats that all my kids
0: enjoy and will eat. I don't have to worry about them wasting food. You need to show me how to do that sometime. It's so good. I've always seen them at in, in Harder House, tri-tips, yep. and it's like... It's about the only place to find them. Yeah. I mean, I always usually get fillets and stuff. I, uh, they, 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 they season them either in
1: red seasoning or garlic. I always... I used to do red now I'm doing garlic and I, I enjoy garlic ooh,
0: I like garlic. Yeah. I like that well, I had a show last night, so wow. I didn't really do anything last <laughs> night except sit on stage and perform for an amazing number of people. I was kind of surprised well there's a lot of people
1: in town, and usually shows aren't open on on uh holidays or or Monday, but you know for 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 the holiday they, they'll open up and yeah. More people will come. I mean, we're starting to uh, transition over to the fall season where we're going to get more buses here in town. So uh, oh, a lot yeah, of the kids families off to start school. go back to school. And yeah. It's a different season in Branson now, and then in comes Christmas. Well, yeah. Oh, we'll be talking about Christmas later, uh, I'm
0: sure. <laughs> well, the, the, the thing about uh, the holidays – uh in entertainment industry, you, you'd really never know, like July 4th or something, uh, some holiday in the summer or whatever, uh, people have shows and you're thinking, well, nobody's going to show up to the show because they're going to be out at Silver Dollar City or they're going to be out on the lakes and nobody's going to want to come see the show. But, you know, that's one of our bigger crowds is one yes. of those. <laughs> those For things. years, we
1: didn't have, when I was in show business, we didn't have a show on July 4th. And then out of the blue, they said, we're going to have a show on July 4th. And we were packed. It's amazing. Yeah. It's great.
0: I mean, I'm not complaining ano- at all. Another
1: holiday that we were packed on that we had never had a show
0: before on was Thanksgiving. You would right. think about that, but it's true. Yeah, we have the Hughes. I work for the Hughes. You probably know. Uh, we have a Thursday morning Show. We're thinking nobody's going to be there, and we are almost sold out every year. Amazing. Uh, Crazy. And you spoke of fall just uh, a little bit ago, so happy meteorological fall to you and everybody. I was sweating out there today. I wasn't feeling it. The temperatures aren't down yet, but
1: technically this is meteorological fall.
0: Yes, not the official fall, and for those of you who do not know what the difference is, the meteorological season falls on the 1st day of the month of the official season change. So I think I read, I think it's September 22nd this year, which I think is astronomical fall when it, when we, the, you get the equal day, uh, day and night Uh, it, you know, it always changes. And that's exactly the reason. Well, one of the reasons that uh, we have meteorological fall because that the meteorological season will always begin on that first day and it helps with record keeping And uh, it lasts, you know, every three months or whatever. So in spring, it's either March 20th, 21st, 22nd, but meteorological spring starts March 1st. So it's really easy to keep track of. Mm -hmm. How about that?
1: That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And the other big news is, looks like the drought is starting to go away.
1: Well, there was a marked improvement on last Thursday's drought graphic. I'll tell you that. Yeah. And. Well, it's due to all that rain we got and, and we may be getting some more. So I'm I'm, I'm curious to see if uh, we don't just nip this drought thing in the bud before too long. If we, if, we, if the pattern continues that we've had for the past two or three weeks, mm-hmm. that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah,
0: that on-off thing. I mean, and that's what we've always been saying. You know, we don't need eight inches of rain at one time. We just need every now and then get a round of half inch, maybe an mm-hmm. inch here and there. And I think that on the, the last couple of rounds the majority of the rain has fallen west of branson I it think. seems that way and you're, you're like your your family in Miami. did mm-hmm. they get and like, they were
1: in more of a drought than we were they were in yeah severe or extreme or next to the highest level over there but now they're not so
0: yeah didn't they get like four or five inches didn't you say
1: they like did in a couple of days yeah they got Ew. over five inches in a two-day period oh that's not good but they got more than that i mean they got up to seven inches in, in a week holy so, cow yeah
0: well, an inch a day. I could do an inch a day for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it looks like we might be heading into that kind of scenario here. It's looking that way. Um, yeah. I'm, it's something to watch, most definitely, and, and I am watching it with every update. Uh, both both of us, yeah. both of us. And uh, we all are, and we're sharing it with you. And what we are talking about transitions into the tropics. We have got Tropical Storm Gordon. That's catching everybody's eye right now, and it looks like it's forecasted to kind of minimally get into a Cat One hurricane right Barely. at landfall. Yeah, we'll see. It's 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 one of those things. that's interesting to
1: watch and see what happens. We're not talking about a huge hurricane by any means. No, but no. but why are we watching this? Because it has us right in our side so, in, in, in our in its in the path. path. Yeah, we are. We are looking at some possible pretty good rain totals out of this. We love these because they only come once every few years when, when, when a tropical system has us in our sights here in the, in the Ozarks. So, you know, we it's not uncommon for us to get a good five inches in a few days when these things come through. W- will we get that much? I don't know, but we're definitely watching. We could be somewhere in the vicinity of that.
0: Yeah. And last week, the National Hurricane Center, its projected path was kind of through central Arkansas, kind of to Tulsa up in Kansas. And with each update, Mm -hmm. they were kind of shifting it just a little bit more, a little bit more north. And as of today, Tuesday, they're having... Pretty much the remnants of it center over Fort Smith and then head north into Missouri. So it's getting a lot closer to us. I've
1: been cautiously optimistic ever since this thing developed that we were going to get a little something out of this. And every, every update, it seems a little more likely, a little more likely. Now we're t- still talking a few days away. Yeah. But, uh, and things can change. And, and, and the, uh, the major rain is not a very wide path to say. I mean uh either side of that path can the, the rain pretty much decreases dramatically the the total rainfall. Yeah, we're gonna have right off exactly from from half inch to one inch to three inches to five inch it's just depends on where that track exactly goes and and you'll be able to tell with because uh, some I, I I totally foresee a little bit of flooding with this. I mean We haven't been exactly dry, but and 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 the creeks aren't full. But if if we do get five inches of rain somewhere, we'll we'll see some flash flooding. I assume.
0: Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, and when that thing, what what's complicating everything is we've got a frontal boundary. Coming from the northwest, and it's going to kind of settle <laughs> right along this area. So, so the jury's still out. I'm seeing kind of eh, flip-flopping on different scenarios at this point. Where that, uh, where that storm is going to come up, and it's going to uh, bump into that boundary, and that's kind of going to give its uh, north, you know, its right turn north, and then northeast. Turn so you know how it's going to interact with that boundary consensus is saying it's just going to hit that and kind of slow down and we're definitely not talking hurricane here we're talking just remnants so we're talking a lot of rain so i for me personally it's a little too early to start throwing out rainfall amounts
1: mm-hmm.
0: but we know that we're not
1: looking at Severe weather. We're not looking at tornadoes. I've had some people message me asking, "Are we going to get tornadoes out of this?" No, it's, it's, it's going to be. A, I like the tropic rain because yes. it's a nice, not so much a gentle. It it feels gentle on my skin, but there's a lot of it. It's ha- kind of hard to to. Uh, it's explain dense. It's
0: like a dense a
1: tropical rain. Yeah, but but I do expect some cool clouds out of this thing. As oh, it goes by. the skies
0: are going to be great. Yeah, out of so.
1: This. We might be able to get some good time-lapse video out of this. We might get some good pictures out of this. I hope so. Yeah, so
0: stay tuned to our site, because more than likely, I'm going to have that, that thing set up and, oh, yeah. and, and, and going. But this is only one of many tropical systems we're going to talk about. Uh, like the title of the show, Tropics Taking Off. My goodness, in the last week or two, things are starting to explode out there.
1: Yeah, well, it's that time of year. We got we got a few hurricanes. Uh, well, well, Gordon may be a hurricane before the day is over. Okay. As we're recording this, it's not that we know of yet. Uh, I'm sure they're going to come out with another update here about well,
0: this afternoon sometime. Yeah, but
1: uh, we have
0: Florence. Florence. Florence is a hurricane, a Cat One at mm-hmm. this point, and uh, but she's not going to pose any threat to land no uh if if you divide the atlantic basically from the united states then over to africa she's kind of right in the middle so and then just churning out there and the forecast is for florence to move west towards the u.s but then kind of decrease and then take off to the right and that's because there's a big area of high pressure uh in the northern atlantic and so we all should know high pressure winds travel clockwise in the northern hemisphere. So, basically, Florence is going to kind of ride around that periphery. So, we're not looking at anything there. And there's another wave coming off of the Cape Verde Islands. That's what I was reading this morning. <laughs> another area of interest. Yes. Thunderstorms are developing. There's no circulation yet. But, like you said, September is pretty much, this is the peak time right now. And uh, we're, we're seeing activity develop. we got Florence. I don't know what the next one is. G... No, no, we have G because Florence... is B H. But I don't know. Jeez, I got to get my my names out. I mm-hmm. hope they don't run out. But that's just in the Atlantic. So, <laughs> so now we got to turn to the Pacific. Well, they're already in the O's over there. <laughs> oh yeah, and they've and they've been, uh, you know, the past several podcasts, several weeks, we've been talking about. There's that one area south southwest of Mexico that's just generating these waves and waves. And now we're getting into the time of year where those waves are developing into depressions and then into cyclones. Well,
1: according to my uh, sea surface temperature map I have up right now, I can see why, because, I mean, it's just ripe uh, hurricane brewing weather over there. Uh, You're
0: in the the, Pacific?
1: Yes. Yeah. Even more so than where uh, Florence and Gordon started. But- it's starting to warm up pretty nice over there as
0: well. So yeah, and I checked the buoy, the buoy center, uh, and, and that's accessible online. Uh, it's kind of amazing to see how many buoys are actually out there in the Gulf. There are dozens, if not hundreds, of them, and all you got to do is Google National Bowie center, Buoy Center B U O Y, and then it'll come up with uh, with a link there, and you can go see all the buoys. You, you click on one. Uh, if You have to look at the map, and if you can click on one, it'll bring up a page, and it'll show you all the data that that buoy is recording. And it's like sea surface temperatures, wave height, air temperature, dew point, everything in the meteorological world. And- well, we need to get one of those for taper Rock. They should.
1: <laughs> Why not? I, w-
0: I wonder how they go measure that. They I don't pr- know. they probably take a thermometer out there and this go out in the lake and just kind of hold it in the water. Well, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> wonder how much they get paid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that. But that's that's the Eastern Pacific. Now we're talking about going further west in the Central Pacific. Another hurricane, Hurricane Norman, and it's headed for Hawaii. But we're going to say, Kinda. yeah, it it it's headed west. But the those steering patterns upstairs are, it is not going to affect Hawaii at all. It's uh, going to do kind of the same thing that uh, Florence is going to do. It's, it's going west, and then it's going to take a right turn well before it gets to the Hawaiian Islands. I think the only thing that Hawaii may see out of this thing is maybe some, uh, you know, increased wave height. Uh, may I don't even think they're going to see any rain. I mean, probably not out of this thing. But, of course, they had their brush uh, with 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 Lane for a while. They they don't need any more hurricanes out there. No. No. And, yeah, so we're just really monitoring this this Pacific and the Atlantic, and things are churning and churning and churning. And, uh, you know, I've been posting a lot about Gordon. I mean, I do post some stuff about hurricanes, especially if it's going to affect land. And it looks like Gordon is really going to affect us because of its projected path. So we're really going to be watching that and get, you know, just get all the information out there that we can. And until we get a, a really good lock on what, how much rain that we think we're going to have, uh, we're not going to say anything. Now, uh, that thing's coming on shore. And once it be- once it comes on shore, then we're going to be able to analyze it with our upper air network, and then we can really get a better idea of uh, QPF, quantitative precipitation forecast, and the WPC. will get on there, and
1: the- we can't say we're not looking at super astronomical amounts. We're not looking at uh, a huge flooding on Table Rock uh, event like we normally, no. like we've had in the past. No, we're looking at something that's going to put a good dent and possibly end our drought hopefully i don't know that that will happen but we 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 want to have a nice fall and in order to have a nice fall this is going to be very beneficial
0: for that. It is. And speaking of the nice fall, what's happening with that front, there's some cooler air behind it. Mm-hmm. So we're not only going to get a little cool down at the end of the week from Gordon, we've got a little bit of cooler air. So we're going to start seeing highs more around 80 degrees, Wow, uh, lows in the 60s for a while. I'm not closing my pool. No, well, I no, I don't keeping think keeping it, it open
1: should. as much as long <laughs> as I can.
0: Well, and and I'm not thinking by any means it's this that this is going to stick. I mean, we're going to have other uh warm waves. I'm not going to say heat wave because it's not going to get hot, but we uh, I don't think we're done with 90s just quite yet. Probably not. I mean, I was sweating out there this morning pretty good.
1: Yeah. It was a little bit humid out there. Uh I'm 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 ready to see what Gordon can
0: dish out. Me too. And I keep, we keep talking about WPC and, <clears throat> excuse me, the uh, SPC and NWS and all these places. Those are all branches of the National Weather Service and NOAA. So yes. today's weather school talks about a lot of the different branches and what comprises a lot of NOAA. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. The NHC is tracking a storm near land. The SPC and the WPC are now getting involved too. Huh? The National Weather Service is where we get most of our weather information, but they are only a portion of a much larger enterprise, NOAA. NOAA, or the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, is an American scientific agency within the United States Department of Commerce that focuses on conditions of the oceans, major waterways, and the atmosphere. The organization warns of dangerous weather, charts seas, guides the use of protection of ocean and coastal resources, and conducts research to provide understanding and improve stewardship of the environment. NOAA was officially formed in 1970, and in 2017 had over 11,000 civilian employees, its research and operations are further supported by 321 uniformed service members who make up the NOAA Commissioned Corps. So let's take a look at some of the many branches of NOAA. The one we are all familiar with, the National Weather Service. The NWS is tasked with providing weather, hydrologic, and climate forecasts and warnings for the United States, its territories, adjacent waters and ocean areas for the protection of life and property and the enhancement of the national economy. This is done through a collection of national and regional centers, 13 river forecast centers, and more than 120 local Weather Service offices. The National Weather Service is responsible for issuing weather and river forecasts, advisories, watches, and warnings on a daily basis. They issue more than 734,000 weather forecasts, 850 river forecasts, and more than 45,000 severe weather warnings annually. Some of the branches under the National Weather Service umbrella are the Weather Prediction Center, formerly known as the Hydrometeorological Prediction Center, It serves as a center for quantitative precipitation forecasting, or rainfall amounts, medium-range forecasting from 3 to 8 days, and the interpretation of numerical weather model predictions. The National Hurricane Center is responsible for tracking and predicting weather systems within the tropics in the Atlantic and the eastern Pacific Oceans. The agency is situated on the campus of Florida International University in University Park, Florida. They take data from reconnaissance aircraft that fly into storms and track the progression of tropical cyclones. The Storm Prediction Center. This agency monitors the contiguous U.S. and is responsible for severe weather situations. They are the ones who issue severe thunderstorm watches and tornado watches. The local National Weather Service forecast offices are the ones who issue the warnings. Next is the Climate Prediction Center, or CPC. Their job is to offer predictions of climate variability and real-time monitoring of global climate. Applications include the mitigation of weather-related natural disasters and uses for social and economic good in agriculture, energy, transportation, water resources, and health. And we have the Space Weather Prediction Center. This branch provides space weather alerts and warnings for disturbances that can affect people and equipment working in space and on Earth. Now, all of these departments I just mentioned are under the control of the National Weather Service, which is under the control of NOAA. (laughs) Now, here are some other branches of the parent organization of NOAA. The National Environmental Satellite Data and Information Service, or NESDIS. This department was created by NOAA to operate and manage the U.S. environmental satellite programs and manage National Weather Service data and those of other government agencies and departments. The National Ocean Service, or NOS, focuses on ensuring that ocean and coastal areas are safe, healthy, and productive. NOS scientists, natural resource managers, and specialists serve America by ensuring safe and efficient marine transportation, promoting innovative solutions to protect coastal communities, and conserving marine and coastal places. The National Marine Fisheries Service, also known as NOAA Fisheries, was initiated in 1871 with the primary goal of the research, protection, management, and restoration of commercial and recreational fisheries and their habitat. The Office of Marine and Aviation Operations is responsible for the fleet of NOAA ships, aircraft, and diving operations. It has the largest research fleet of the federal government. Its personnel are made up of civilians and the NOAA Commissioned Corps. The National Integrated Drought Information System is a program within NOAA with an intra-agency mandate to coordinate and integrate drought research, building upon existing federal, tribal, state, and local partnerships in support of creating a National Drought Early Warning Information System. These are just some of the branches of NOAA, and honestly, there are way too many to mention in this weather school. Just know that the entire NOAA organization is a highly complex group of scientific-based agencies that are keeping the planet and the people safe. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather@gmail.com, at gmail.com, and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormed Our Weather School. You know, when I was researching that, I had no idea there were so many divisions of NOAA. So much behind the scenes you just never even hear about. Oh, I know. And including space weather. Wow. That's the cool thing. I mean, and, and we don't cover space weather a lot. I mean, if something... Big happens if we get a, a CME, coronal mass ejection, that's significant enough to start messing with electrical stuff. We will post stuff like that. Uh, but the magnetic stuff, I don't think has any effect on the rainage, you know, or no. the, the the sensible Not weather. That we this know of anyway. No, so it's time for the next segment this week in weather history. So Corey, what you got? Well, this week in weather history, in September of eighteen. 18-
1: Eighty-two. the first known photograph of a lightning strike was taken by William Jennings in Philadelphia. And William Jennings did not use an app. <laughs> he did not use slow motion. He probably used a camera about the size of a refrigerator, I'm guessing. I back out. in ni- 1882, uh, you pretty much... Well, all photos back then were, were long exposure. Ah. That's why nobody smiled. In those pictures, they just stood there still as can be for thirty seconds or more. Oh. So if you take a picture and lightning comes within that next thirty seconds, you're, you're, you 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 got your lucky shot. You know oh, a lot how about of, that? a lot of photos are still taken that way of lightning. So yeah, all pictures were long exposure back then, or all photographs. But yeah, eighteen eighty two, uh, the first known photograph of lightning. Was taken in Philadelphia and it was called Stratified. That's what the, they called it.
0: So that almost deserves some music. Yeah.
1: You
0: know, Isn't that cool. <laughs> I don't have the keyboard hooked up. I'm just going to have to hook that keyboard up sometime so we can just magically <laughs> have some sound effects going on here. <laughs> well, that's very interesting. And I didn't, I had no idea that would make sense because if you're standing there for long exposure, your mouth would get really tired trying to smile or and...
1: I always wondered why they didn't smile they just looked very unhappy back then kind of scary a little bit yeah but but that does explain why
0: they just told them to be very still and, and they did so fascinating oh well I don't think I wanted do that I'll just use my app <laughs> yeah it's easier okay well let's get into the last segment It's the weather word of the week. And this week's Stormdar Weather weather Word of the Week is... Barograph. And what is that? It's a device that records barometric pressure over time. Yeah, and that's really interesting to look at. I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but in the evening into the overnight hours, on average, the barometric pressure tends to rise because mm-hmm. the weight of the air is gets cooler and it gets a little bit heavier. And in the afternoon, you know, morning into afternoon when everything starts heating up, the barometric pressure tends to fall, so there's a natural cycle there going on, and that's just average. That's not taking into account, you know, a, a low pressure system or a cold right. front or high pressure or anything like that. So that's that's very interesting, and you can take those barographs and and just compare them. I think that you can compare them. Before I did a, a, a high school science project one time, I won't get into it now, but I'll. I might explain it sometime. It's very, very fascinating. I'll show you the data that I collected. Okay. You, you can tell me if it's bogus or not. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I guess the final thoughts, we're going to just be watching this potential hurricane that's going to move up this way.
1: And it's not going to be a hurricane no. when it reaches us. People no. are asking, like, no, it's just going to be rain. It's yeah, just a, a fun, lot of rain. nice rain. I hope, I hope we get one of those rains where it rains all night and it's good sleeping weather. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I do encourage for our followers that have rain gauges, please make sure they're empty heading into this rain event and 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 report back to us and it's very interesting to see
0: the variations of what our viewer our viewers yeah. our listeners receive, yeah, and we always we always try to post on there too i mean and even it could be i mean we're like what two and a half miles apart, and mm-hmm. you and I both get different readings oh all the time. Yeah, so I'm just—we're just really curious at this point to see how widespread this is going to be, this mm-hmm. showery weather, and if you get some really cool pictures, please send them to us. We would love to see these cool photographs. I mean, we're gonna—the clouds are gonna be streaming across the sky. It's going to look kind of ominous and weird, but nothing will be threatening. Uh, the Storm Prediction Center is not even paying much attention to this. Just go really. out and enjoy it. Yes, and, and, lightning and, and take an umbrella. Yeah, well, that's important. That's the thing. I like to do that. Yeah. yeah, but if, not if I'm in a boat. I don't like to do that. Okay. <laughs> okay, you want to wrap this up? Okay. All right. Be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdarweather. Like our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to StormdarWeather at gmail.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.